What's up, Joe? What's up, everybody? The Sweet 16 and the Elite 8 were definitely unkind to our man L-Dub. A lesser man would have taken his lumps and gone home, but not Dub. He's back on his post to give us his take on the Final Four. Will it be UVA or Auburn, Michigan State or Texas Tech? Stay with us. We're going to talk all about it on Sports 360. I'm on the line with my man, L-Dub, who's coming to talk to us today about the final four of the NCAA tournament. And I have to say up top that I give him credit because he's coming on the show after what has been two particularly challenging rounds for you. So L-Dub, first of all, welcome, man. And uh, we got to talk about this a little bit, man, because you were you were looking good those first two rounds and then the last two kind of tough. But how you hanging in there, man? Man, I'm always good. Like I said, I would I would bet the same predictions again, not knowing, you know, the outcome of the game if it was to start again. But uh that's why the game's gotta be played. I always tell you that. They have to be played. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And look, the Elite Eight, you know, those four matchups they didn't go, you know, the way you thought. But we had three really close games when you look at Auburn and Kentucky, Michigan State, and Duke, and uh, UVA and Purdue. Two of those games went into overtime. The other was a one-point game. So, obviously, they could have gone, you know, they could have gone another way. But, um, like you said, you have to play the games. And, you know, we're now set up for an intriguing Final Four, to be honest with you, L-Dub, because I don't know how many many, uh, people had Texas Tech and Auburn in their final four. And if you think about the number one seeds um, coming into the tournament, I think a lot of people probably would have had UVA out of the tournament. You know, if you were to say which number one seed would be out first, UVA probably would have been at the top of that list. So, um, I, you know, it's an intriguing final four. And in some ways, because at least three of the teams, perhaps are teams that, um, many people probably wouldn't have thought would be here. Including myself, including myself. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, man, let, let, let's move ahead because we do have the final four matchups and uh, they kick, you know, they tip off on Saturday. Um, the first game that we're going to have on tap on Saturday would be UVA and Auburn. So, um, why don't you talk to us a little bit about how you see that game, but also, too, about how both of these teams got here. Yeah. Uh, actually, you know, UVA, uh, I, just to come off the top of my mind, just tell you, I, I really think UVA will uh, will beat Auburn. And the reason I say that is the way they got there when they played Purdue. I think they, you know, all those years they had all the weight, you know, the weight of the GOATs ghost that was laying on their back about the early exit. And I think they finally got that off their back. And now I think they're living with the nine lives of a cat because 
when that ball was tipped out, believe me, there was no way that anyone would ever think, you know, the, the player that hit the floater to win the game would have would have made that shot to, well, shit, I say to send it in overtime. And that kind of like cleared their cobwebs and it also, you know, put Purdue in a funk. And speaking of Purdue, you know, in that matchup when they played Virginia, Carson Edwards put on a performance that, you know, will be watched for years to come. Uh, if he never played basketball again, he could walk away knowing that game he was the best player on the floor in all aspects. And for him to pass uh, Steph Curry's records, you know, the most uh, most three-pointers in a, in a uh, should I say, a, a tournament, a NCAA tournament. And, and with the magnitude of when he was hitting the shots, I mean, this is times when they were down by seven and he was going a three, you know, three three-point in a row spurt, you know, and everyone in the building knew he was going to shoot. Uh, so now that I think they that Virginia's weathered that storm, I, I think they they've seen it all in the you know the three games that they played previously that they're going to be ready and, and, and no stone is going to be unturned and they will come in. Not taking anything from Auburn because they put on a great showing against Kentucky, even without Okiki, which I didn't think they could fare well. They did it by committee, you know. But Jared Harper, I mean Harper, he uh, actually had the floor generalship, you know, probably the best floor generalship that I've seen in anybody in a in a college game for a long time. He was steady, he was poised, he was focused, you know, he was shooting at a, a, a high percentage, and he directed the crowd, you know, he directed the traffic with his team. He kept the guys motivated, he kept them in place. I mean, he did a lot. I mean, so being a player of the game and being a point guard, you realize what was on his back you know, all the pressure that was on him, and he handled it like a champion. So hats off, but, again, I would have to go with Virginia. Yeah. And, look, I agree with you on on, um, UVA in terms of the game against Purdue. I think at the end of regulation, you know, when I think it was Ty Jerome who missed the free throw, and that ball goes beyond half court. Um, First of all, UVA gathers up the ball. And, you know, gets a pass into the forecourt and look, the guy sunk the shot. I mean, so all credit there, but obviously it was fortuitous in a lot of ways. Right. Um, Because that ball could have gone anywhere. Um, And also and obviously Purdue could have could have corralled it in. Uh, But, yeah, hats off to UVA for that. But, you know, I don't know, L-Dub, if this is just me not liking UVA and I'm not saying this particular team, but (laughs) you know, you know, UVA to me just seems to be one of those, you know, like you said, I mean, last year they lost to a number 16 seed and you know, they've always had some struggles in the tournament. And so generally I kind of want them to get out of the way kind of, you know, they're still here. (laughs) You know, I'm just being honest, you know, they're still here and hats off to them. And I compare that to an Auburn team that to me has a lot of grit and fight and even their coach, you know what I mean? Who's been around the block a time or two. Um, But, you know, Auburn beat Kansas by double digits. They waxed North Carolina and, and then they beat Kentucky without Okiki and they just have a lot of grit. And when I think about the grit that Auburn displays, 
Um, and then I think about the historical softness in my mind of UVA. I kind of, you know, I don't know if it's a, if I'm rooting for Auburn or if I just think they're going to win, but I, I will take grit over what I perceive as softness every day of the week. And so I wouldn't be surprised if Auburn found a way to win this game. Hey, I'm only saying it because that kid, Mama D, uh, the Kiti, I can't pronounce his name. I think that's it. Man, if that isn't Dennis Rodman (laughs) in that same role that that Dennis played for Chicago, I, I don't know what else to say. I'm telling you, that guy is their glue guy, and I don't I don't know any other player in college basketball that does what the, this guy he 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 plays to wreak havoc. I mean, mm. his whole job is to wreak havoc, but be an effective. The guy can rebound. The guy can score around the basket. He's athletic, and he just seems to to have a good feel for the game. And you know, he's a kid from Africa, so you know, with the up and coming talent a lot of you know players from nigeria and congo they're coming up they're, they're catching up should i say to, to this style of basketball but they bring a different element an element of, of relentlessness of never getting tired of never quitting and then specializing in a certain talent that and his is i mean he's dennis rodman if you watch this guy on the floor and you can't tell me this isn't Dennis Rodman, then you know I'll I'll get out of basketball. That he does everything Dennis Rodman did to help Chicago win seventy three games. Right, right. Well, what about this? I mean, we we saw UVA, and you mentioned you know the the performance of Carson Edwards, and so we saw UVA struggle with a prolific guard, right? Um, and he put up forty two points, and you know now. That kid, Jared Harper, right? That's the kid from Auburn, uh, the point guard there. Point guard. Yeah, I mean, he he's a tough like, – he's, yeah, he's under six feet, but he's tough, man. You know what I mean? And he's smart. Um, do you think UVA will have another challenge and, and, and have trouble with, you know, another savvy, smart, even if undersized point guard? Because we saw it already with Carson Edwards. How do you how do you think Harper is going to fare against UVA? Well, not, not taking anything from Harper and his twenty six points effort, you know, in that game against Kentucky. But two things: he's not the athlete Carson Edwards is. He's not. Second of all, he played a Kentucky defense that feels they can go man to man because they got all these parade all Americans, which really. None of them are there because of their defensive effort. They're all there because they were great offensive players in, in high school. So, you know, he's doing that where, where Virginia will be playing a zone, and he won't be able to penetrate. And if they're not knocking down shots, and it was only one guy really knocking down shots when uh, when uh, Auburn beat Kentucky on Auburn's team that was just knocking down shots, you can't rely on that, and, and Virginia knows that. And you're not going to get second shots like you got against Kentucky because of the zone. They're all going to collapse, and, and each one of these guys is going to box out because Virginia is fundamentally sound. And they have veterans. They have guys that's been, you know, juniors, seniors, whereas Kentucky had a bunch of freshmen, one senior, but most majority was freshmen. And the freshmen are going to make those mistakes. And being that uh, Harper was a, 
he, I think he's a junior or a senior. Uh, I want to say he's a senior. Uh, he was able to manipulate some of those younger guys. That's not going to happen in this game. Uh, you know, and then it's going to be against the zone as opposed to man to man. Okay. All right. So you have UVA prevailing over Auburn. And, you know, for me, as I said, I don't know if it's a pick as much as it's a, a hope, but <laughs> I'd rather see the greedy Auburn move forward and uh, dispatch with UVA. So we'll see how it, we'll see how it plays out. Um, but that's the first game on tap on Saturday. Our second game is Michigan State against Texas Tech. And I don't know anybody other than alums of Texas Tech that would have thought Texas Tech would be in the final four. But here they are. So, um, again, same same drill. Why don't you tell us how you, you, you feel this game is going to turn out and also how both of these teams got here? Well, to start off, I, I just want to say I was in my gym working out yesterday morning. And I saw this guy walking with his Texas Tech shirt on. I, I, I promise to God, I haven't seen a Texas Tech shirt since Cheryl Swoops left. I, I, <laughs> I mean, my guy from Madison, Sean Gay, went to Texas Tech back in 84 through 88. And, you know, he was the highlight. Back then, people talked about Texas Tech. But I'm telling you, since Cheryl Swoops, no one, I've not seen anyone with a Texas. So he walks through the gym with his Texas Tech shirt on. So I asked him, I stopped him, you know, he's an older man. He walks over to me. I said, sir, can I ask you a question? Are you wearing that because they're finally making it to the playoffs or, you know, or, or what? He said, no, I'm, I'm I'm wearing it because this is the, where my money went for my daughter to go to school. And I said, <laughs> well, well, tell her, you know, congratulations on her team. And we had a conversation and he said, yeah, you're about the 15th person that has asked me that. He said, I was in the store the other day, and someone asked me, and I told him the same thing. I'm telling you, notice the school that my, my money went to for my daughter. But but on that note, I do have Michigan State beating Texas Tech. I do think all good things must come to an end. And, you know, the more you get to see a team, and I'm quite sure Coach Izzo has had people breaking down film, you know, you kind of say, these guys basically played a perfect game. And, I'll take take apology. I'm telling you the truth because I I had them exiting last round, but they played a pitch perfect game against Gonzaga, and I'm telling you, Gonzaga just had difficulty with shot selection and everything because of that defense that Texas Tech, you know, applied. And I actually, you know, think Texas Tech has a good chance of being here again next year, provided you know some of the players, you know, at least you know their star player, doesn't leave to go to the NBA. You know, and they will be the team to watch next year, but I, I just didn't see them getting this far. And now that I've seen everything and watching, you know, Cassius Winston play a nearly perfect game in the front of the best alumni that ever played there, Magic Johnson, who happens to be a general manager, or should I say not general manager, but director of player operations for the Lakers, and they need a point guard, he picked the right time to have a perfect game. And Michigan is not here without that kid. I mean, he played a flawless game, scoring, you know, 20 points, 10 assists. You know, uh, I think he had three or four steals. I mean, the kid played uh, basketball. And, and, and he reminded me of an older 
you know, the old school players. We talking, I'm talking about 80s type players. You know, he he, he plays the game. He, he doesn't jump high. He's not the quickest, but he does everything so well that he's able to do what he wants to do whenever he wants to. And uh, you know, he reminds me of a Nick Van Axel with mm. a Sherman Douglas body. Right. And that's, that's exactly, you know, if I had a comparison, he's like, he's deceptive like Nick Van Axel, but his body is more like Sherman Douglas from Syracuse. And you say, how that college guy keep getting through here and doing hell like that? But he does it, man. And, you know, my hat go off to him. The kid is a player. So, you know, they haven't, a, they haven't had a combination of players like that, I think, at, a, at, at Michigan State since, you remember the Flintstones? Mateen Cleese, Jason yeah. Richardson, Charlie Bell, and uh, Mo Peterson. You know, they were called the Fifth Stone, so I'm wondering what they're going to call this team right here because they, they're not all from the same area. These kids are from everywhere, you know, throughout the, yeah. the, the states. Yeah. You know, it's funny you, you mentioned Mateen Cleese because he's someone that comes to mind as I look at this Michigan State team. You know what right. I mean? Just guys who and, – and Michigan State, historically – you know, sort of like I was saying about Auburn with the grit that, that, you know, Auburn displays. Michigan State historically is that type of a team, right? They're going to grind. They're going to fight. They're going to claw. They're going to scratch. But they also have they always have talented players, too. So it's not just about some overachievers. You're talking about guys who are who are good players, but just have that that innate, you know, desire. And they're, they're going to they're going to fight you to the end. Um, in some ways, though, you know, I've seen a little bit of Texas Tech, not a lot, but these teams seem a lot alike in that regard. You know what I mean? Um, it's almost as if, they're, you know, they, they they play similarly. But I think with Texas Tech, I mean, what do you think about the fact that when you look at how they've gone through this tournament? I mean, they, you know, they beat up on Northern Kentucky, but they should have. Um, they beat up on Buffalo by 20. Which they, they beat should up, have. yeah, but they did it though. That's the thing. I mean, there's a lot of times when you go through the tournament, right? We see it all the time. You know, you have a higher seed or a better team that should beat up on a lower seed or a lesser team, and then they they either struggle or sometimes they even lose. So they still deserve credit. Yeah, they should have, and they did, right? Correct. Correct. And then and then they beat up on Michigan, right? <laughs> and and after that. <laughs> They take out the number one seed, Gonzaga. So I think when you look at Texas Tech, in some ways, you know, they've kind of gone through this tournament taking care of business, man. You know, they they beat up who they're supposed to beat up. They even beat up on Michigan, which who I think was the number two seed, right? And they took out the number one seed in Gonzaga. If you look at that and then you look at Michigan State taking out Duke, do you think that there might be a letdown for Michigan State, um, whereas Texas Tech is just seems to be playing at a high clip throughout the tournament from the very beginning? And, and you know what? If if Michigan State coach was not the same coach that they had when they won the championship in 2000, if Izzo wasn't the coach, I could say that. And not giving him any credit because he don't play the game in that sense. I'm giving him credit for him knowing – how to keep them focused, and the fact that they have won two national championships at that school, that's a school that expects them to win a national championship. So they're going to be focused, whereas you got a team like Auburn, who their coaches never won a championship, they've never won a championship at that level, 
you know, you, you're dealing with uncharted waters. You're dealing with, you know, things that you've, you know. Do you, you mean Auburn or Texas Tech? I'm sorry, Which one you... Texas Tech. Texas okay. Tech, I'm sorry. Texas Tech, thanks for correcting me. And uh, they've not been there. So when you've not been there, you know, everything is trial by error. And nothing wrong, you, you, you can play a, a younger team that they're too, uh, should I say, I, I use the word, they're not intelligent enough to know that they're supposed to lose. So they keep fighting even when in the odds are against them. You know, they just, he said, dude, you're going to lose. Give up, you know, but he don't know that and he don't think that and he keeps fighting. That's what they have been doing. But at some point, you really run across that guy that you tell him. You say, hey, you're not going to beat him. I'm telling you, you know, the, you know, I'm telling you everything I know about you and everything I know about him, you're not going to win. Don't, you know, don't even trust it. So I kind of feel this scenario for them now. Even though, like I said, I, I, I apologize. I, I haven't apologized to any other team that, that's here because, you know, they had, I thought, had the talent to at least get here, that other athletes. You don't know but one name on Texas Tech's team. If I thought, and that's Jared Culver, you've heard of his name. You may not know him. If, you, if you're not familiar with basketball, there's no one on Texas Tech team that you've ever heard of. You, you, you just don't. The only reason I know them because they're in Texas, they're at college, and you know I I know Jared Coleman went there, and I I follow him, and there's a freshman, a redshirt freshman that's on the team from San Antonio that's gonna be pretty good next year. So that's the only reason I even you know know anything about Texas Tech and the fact that they're in the Big Twelve. Uh, I mean, so having said all that, you know, you almost know Michigan State's whole background from beginning to end. And they know it. Every player on that team knows the history. You know, everybody don't get Magic Johnson to come sit at a game. And, and, and he's the general manager. You know, he's a he, he's the manager of a NBA team, and he's looking for talent. But he's not going to everybody's game. So when they come to the game, they know, you know, what's expected of them. You know, he's not there just to say, hey, I want you guys to win. Because when they were losing, he wasn't at the game. <laughs> I mean, you know, so right. you know, they, know, right. they know how important it really is. And, uh, and I think they have the, the tools to do it. Yeah. And look, in the end, you know, I, I, I think partly what you're saying, at least the way I look at it is in Michigan state as a school, as a basketball program, um, you know, they're more of a proven entity, so to speak. Right. Um, the coach has been there. Um, they've won and, and, and so on. Texas, Texas tech. Not so much. Not 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 the case. So, look, if I had to pick, I would I would be picking Michigan State primarily because of that reason. Um, but at the same time, I think, you know, maybe in some ways, Texas Tech's journey through the NCAA of these four teams has probably been the most impressive because they simply have taken care of business. Right? They didn't have unnecessarily close games with teams that they were supposed to beat. Um, they took out the number one and number two seeds, um, and here they are. So, you know, they they have shown that they deserve to be here. Um, but in the end, you know, I, I would have to go with Michigan State as well. So, all right, so here you are. You, 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 you came back. I mean, for those who thought maybe you were going to go run and hide. <laughs> 
I'm not a fair weather guy, man. Look at that. If I if I was there with you at the beginning, I'm gonna be there with you at the end. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, we had some good fun texting, you know, during the games, man. When <laughs> when those games are coming, I was like, man, <laughs> I, I, I hope I a brother's you. all right. <laughs> uh, when I when I made the reference that that the basketball guards gotta 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 be upset with me, and you text me back telling me, man, they really must be upset too, <laughs> man. Oh, yeah. Blows. Yeah. Yeah, but you but you came back, um, you know, to talk about um, the final four, and so uh, we'll see how it turns out, L Dub. I mean, um, so you have you're going with UVA and Michigan State, um, and again, I mean, I, I agree with Michigan State, and I'm probably rooting for Auburn in in the other game. So we'll we'll see how it goes, and then after that, obviously, we'll come back and we'll look take a look at. Um, the championship round. All right. That's it. That's it. And I kind of hope, I kind of hope Texas Tech, it, it, you know, somewhere in my heart, I do hope they win because it also gives light, sheds light on what we talked about earlier when I said, you know, all these kids are trying to go to these big schools when all they got to do is get a good group of guys at a, you know, at a Texas Tech or, or should I say SMU or whatever school you choose and you guys just play hard. Play hard and, and, and let the chips fall where they may. You you can compete with anyone if if you come there with the right attitude to win, not just saying I'm going to Kentucky because, you know, yeah, we got the best 12 guys. Come on, man. I mean, so how do you ever right. know who 12 guys are if, if all, you know, you can only play five at a time, so seven of y'all sitting on the bench, you could have been playing against those five had you went to another school, whether it been LSU Florida or whatever in SEC, and and you could have been on the floor doing whatever it is you do to prove to the world that you are that guy you say you are. It's easy to say that I'm someone. It's it's harder to prove that I'm someone. So I, I guess if we get back to that old 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 time, you know, basketball where guys say, "Hey, I can show you better than I can tell you." Let's just go play the game, and it doesn't matter right. who I put in. So I'm waiting to see that. So in my heart. Hey, let let Auburn and Texas Tech win, you know, and it it does prove that point because we don't know any of the players hardly on those rosters. We know the players on Virginia, and we heard, you know, we heard about them when they was in AAU. I mean, you know, they sure. were they were high school kids, you know. Right. So, so I'm an underdog, but you asking me to tell me what I, you know, really really you know feel with my, you know, wealth of knowledge. Uh, and I'll tell you, every day, all I know is I don't know that much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And on that note, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna leave out of here. But um, let's see how it, let's see how it turns out on Saturday, and then we'll um, we'll catch up after the games and and take a look at uh, the championship game. Well, Dub, good having you, man. Always good talking to you, and I'll talk to you after after the uh, the the horn goes off in the Michigan State Texas Tech game. All right. All right. Sounds good, Jeff. Thanks for having me, bro. Okay, I'll talk to you soon. Bye bye. Bye.